This is Sports Talk with Jack Wilson on News Talk 770, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Seems like there's always more to this guy's game, and I'm talking about the one, the only, Nick at Night Lewis, former Calgary Stampeder, now with the Montreal Alouettes, and our leadoff guest tonight on Sports Talk with Jock with a brand new two-year pocket, a two-year contract in his back pocket. Mr. Lewis, how are you, my friend? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I am excellent, thank you very much. Congratulations. You know, we had you on after the end of the season, and, 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 and we knew you were going to be a potential free agent, but you said, hey, I still got game, I had a great season, and, and I want to play, and I hope Montreal, you know, still wants me. Uh, there was some turmoil in Montreal in the offseason, but Cavis Reed said the number one priority was to get Nick Lewis under contract, so uh, uh, you couldn't ask for a better deal. You get a two-year deal, Nick. Yeah, two-year deal. Um, I sat down with Cavis, we had some conversations. Um, I made it pretty clear that uh, more than likely, this will be my final season. Uh, he said that just in case it isn't, let's go ahead and put it to your deal together just in case. And I said, well, it makes sense. So let's do it. Uh, so so you, you said to him that this will be my final season, but he said, I want you for two years just in case. I love that. That's a great story. Yeah, I mean, I don't have to go back to free agency next year. If I go out this year, uh, I feel good, and I sit down with my family and, and, and talk to ownership in Montreal and, and the coaching staff. And, and if it makes sense, then I'll continue to go. Well, I, but, I, uh, you know. I, I think what makes sense, Nick, and, and, and hey, uh, at, at your at this stage of your career, and you're coming off a great year because you had 102 catches, you had you know a thousand yard season, and I, I sometimes I wasn't sure who was throwing the ball to you for goodness sakes in Montreal, but uh, you, you look at the numbers, fourth in CFL history with the uh, with 977 catches, what 53 behind Giroy? Obviously, that's got to be in the back of your mind, and that's something that I'm sure you want to set this season. Well, if it's if it's about chasing records, uh, to be honest. Uh, this year, I can I should be able to catch zero if I stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I if I get a thousand yards, I would tie Terry Vaughn with the most thousand yard seasons in eleven. Uh, so next year coming back will give me a chance to break that record of Terry Vaughn. And if I did that, then I would be within probably seven eight hundred yards of Roy for first all time. So there's a reason to come back for three more seasons <laughs> if I'm just going to chase records. But <laughs> I, you know, I, I hear you. Um, I hear you. Just like talk when when I watched Steve Smith's interview last week, and, and it made so much sense of what I've been thinking is sometimes you just know when it's when it's about that time, and you know you're still enjoying it, but it's better to walk away than be thrown out or, or carried out. You know, Nick, that's a great point because you showed last year you still have game. And obviously when you're healthy, you can still play at an elite level in this league. And and a lot of people, you know, basically said to Henry Burris, they said, Henry, I think it's time to hang it up. You don't have the game anymore. You know, there were a lot of detractors. And, and you know, Henry was a motivated guy in the 104th Grey Cup game. And for a 41-year-old to do what he did, you know, that's how you want to go out as, a, as an athlete, don't you? You want to go out on top. And I, I hope Henry does hang it up because I think that's the way most athletes would love to. To write their own script, kind of like what Peyton Manning did. Yeah, and I mean, I would have, I would have been fine with hanging it up after the 2014 season, uh, but personally, I felt like I didn't have the season I wanted to have. I struggled with the injury, and I, mm-hmm. and I struggled through that season. But team-wise, I felt great. Like it was like win a great cup. You've done what you came to do. Uh, it's time to leave. But personally, in the back of my mind, I was like, I can. I wanted to prove to myself I could come back. And, and play at that level again. So, so never know. If we win one this year. 
well, it's definitely it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and fair enough. And I'm sure everybody in Montreal wants to get back to respectability because that's where you want to be as an athlete. But uh, did, did you think you had 102 catches in, in you this, this past season? Did you think you were going to have a 1,000-yard season? Like, obviously, you have the confidence in, in the world, but that's, those are pretty lofty numbers. Well, I mean, I know going in with Kevin, um, I've always done pretty well with Kevin. And mm-hmm. in, in 2012, um, I had 100 catches. And Kevin was the quarterback for 16 of those games. Uh, so I knew pretty much going in uh, with what my skill set was and and everything, I, I would do pretty well. But with the injury to SJ and then Deron missing the game and a half and, and some other things, uh, I think that allowed me to step forward a little bit more. You know, people always ask me, like, what it took you so long to get 102 catches or the most in your career. I was like, well, I didn't have Joffrey Reynolds, Jermaine Copeland, Robbie Bryan, and Kenyon Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> so I make it means it makes a difference when you don't when you don't have that quality of caliber out there with you uh, every game, and you spread it around. Well, well, true enough. And uh, I don't know. Can you give me the inside scoop? Who's going to be throwing the ball to you this year? Because there's lots of rumors, lots of speculation. I don't want to get you in trouble with the league, but you know, I'm even hearing rumors that uh, Darian Durant's going to be the next quarterback of the Montreal Alouettes. I mean, we all hear rumors. Um, there's Ricky Ray that's probably going to be a free agent. There's mm-hmm. Darian Durant that could potentially be a free agent. Uh, I doubt Ottawa lets go of Henry because of anything. Uh, it's probably going to be back there or retire for him. Mm-hmm. So you never know. I don't know what Travis Lulay's situation is. It's just you just never know what the situation is going to be. Uh, I'm going to prepare myself that no matter who it is, I'm going to make them better. And um, I'm going to make it easier on it as possible. How has the mood in Montreal changed now that Cavis Reed has taken over and the Jim Pop era is over? You know, I've talked to some people in the in the locker room area that's still there in Montreal, and they said it just feels like a, a cloud's been lifted off of Montreal in the, in the locker room and stuff. Uh, it's just one of those things, man. It was it was tough. You know, you got guys coming in uh, every week being asked to take pay cuts, uh, doing different things. It was just rough on guys. Uh, focus was not on football. It was on everything else surrounding it. So um, that was rough. But now with Cavis, you know, he'll be able to get the salary cap under control, uh, be able to and, – and I feel like he'll have the player's best interest at heart. And when you sit down and talk to people, and you can have a conversation with Cavis, and you can talk about life, you can talk about football – but he's going to tell you what they can do and what they can't do. And it's up to you to take it or, or leave. So I, I believe that we'll we'll get some players in this year and and uh, we'll be competitive. Nick Lewis, a special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock, a new two-year contract with the Montreal Alouettes. Of course, uh, the one thing that Cavis did, he said, hey, we want to keep Jacques Chapdelaine as the head coach here in Montreal. Um, your, your thoughts of, of when Jacques took over that team, how did that change the the dynamics of the team? Man, I was so surprised. Everybody knew that something was going to happen. Uh, nobody knew. Everybody thought it was going to be Cavis as head coach or, or Thorpe as the head coach. And it was truly shocking to, to see that Jock was the head coach, but so well-deserved. And he's a guy that's respected around the league. He's worked with such great talents in this league with G-Roy and, and other top receivers and, and things like that. So it was all about him getting the opportunity. And he came in, and, and day one he set the standard of, what the new standard of being a Montreal Alouette was going to be. 
and that's exactly what the team needed. And, and you could tell we headed in a positive direction at that point. Well, there's no question about that. So hopefully they've turned the uh, the direction. Because the, the one thing that we saw with that Montreal team, and I know Dave Dickinson and Devon Claybrooks talked about it, uh, your defense was off the charts. They they very very good because you punished the Calgary Stampeders. You know you beat them late in the uh, late in the season. Uh, you just got to get that offense going, and once that gets going, this could be a team that rebounds next season. Exactly, and and I felt bad for Drew because the fact of. You know, Bo didn't play. I don't think Bo really played any better than Drew played in the two games that we played against Calgary. Um, it was just offensively, we were a lot better in one game than the other. <laughs> True enough. And, and I think that was the difference. And I felt bad for for Drew because Drew took a lot of too, Drew took a big hit, and a lot of people talked about Drew. And I think Drew's an excellent competitor and a, and a great quarterback. And you know, and I don't want people to think that one game of Drew playing against arguably the best defense in the league. Uh, be the outcome of his of what he can do and his worth in this league. Nick Lewis, a special guest on Sports Talk with Jock. Uh, two more years in Montreal. Um, how is Montreal different than Calgary? I know, I know how it's different. But as an athlete, uh, you know, in the Canadian Football League, you were revered here. You had your fan club here, the Nick Lewis Nation. It's different in Montreal, is it not? Oh, it's it's, it's a little different. Um, you know, after games now, I have a lot of fans asking me uh, when can they get the Nick Lewis Nation shirt, <laughs> and they want a Montreal edition. Um, so that's that's a little different. Um, it's a different atmosphere. I, I find that games are more – people go to games as a recreational event. So it's like, let's get out of the house. Let's go do something. Uh, let's go hang out at an Alouette game where I feel like in Calgary uh, it's more the thing to do is go to the game, you know, Montreal has a lot of true fans that that come to every game, but then they have a lot of people that just, hey, there's nothing to do today, let's go to an Alouette game. Sure, sure. Um, living living in the two cities, what's, what's, who's, which is more expensive? More expensive to live in Montreal or more expensive to live in Calgary? Um, well, rent-wise, I think Calgary's right up there with with it, but, <laughs> you know, Living-wise, with the tax, you know, 15% tax on everything, it gets pretty expensive. You yeah. know, I've I've actually uh, self-taught myself how to cook the last two years. Oh, okay. And I've been cooking a lot more. Uh, this year, uh, I'd invite some of the receivers over, and I'd, I'd make steak and shrimp. And well, Your mom's a great cook, so I can understand why you can become a good cook yourself. Yeah, you know, so I'd make steak and shrimp, and we'd play Settlers like a tan and, and just hang <laughs> out and have a good time, so... <laughs> It was well, good. The, the other thing that, that you did a lot this year, is you, or you know, in the last couple of years, is you ride transit in Montreal, don't you? Yes, I, I walk. Uh, it's a, it's probably a ten minute walk downhill on the way to work, and uh, get on the metro. Uh, it's like I take about four stops on the metro, uh, getting to my stop and the big O, and then <laughs> on the way home, it's the same thing, just a ten minute walk uphill. <laughs> do, do people recognize you on the subway? Um, I've had a group of kids come up to me a couple times, you know, recognize who I am or, or whatever. I've had people come up and say hi to me and things like that. Um, Montreal's starting to go with a little bit more billboards. We have a, a billboard in the subway now or in the metro station now. So that's something that's been that helps with uh, notoriety sure. and things like that as well. Hey, where's Deron Carter going to end up? Because I've heard rumors back in Montreal he could be here in Calgary. Uh, Saskatchewan's interested. Any ideas? You talk to him at all? 
Uh, I talked to him uh, last month, right before Christmas. I haven't talked to him since then. Okay. Uh, I know he's talking to a couple teams. Uh, the the thing with Calgary is it's, it's going to be, I mean, not Calgary, but uh, Montreal. You got SJ coming off an injury. Uh, you got different things happening right now, and you don't know in what direction they're going to go. Uh, so, Oh, did I lose Nick? Oh, man, that's too bad. Nick, we got uh, we got cut off, and we're out of time anyway. Uh, so on that note... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, can I, you hear me? I can hear you now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, uh, you get another call? You get this call waiting? No, no, no. I guess my face hit the mute button, but I, I, <laughs> I don't know what the last thing you heard, but I said I think he would probably head west. He would head west? Okay. So yeah. uh, be, be interesting. Hey, uh, did you spend much time in Calgary in, anymore? Uh, we, we got to spend the week there. During the season this year, we played Calgary and sat okay. back to back. Uh, I got to go out and talk to a group of kids uh, at a high school and attend their high school practice and help out. And I went to um, Eric Francis' Pizza Pig out. Good stuff. Good stuff. And yeah, went and watched some midget wrestling and went to a couple Flames games. It was good to be back there. Uh, you know, you... a lot of the guys. We got. To, I got to take out a lot of guys and show them the city, and they loved it. Uh, that's uh, that's that's good stuff. Hope you had a great Christmas, my friend. Hope you had a, a great New Year, and I'm real happy for you. And I I can't wait until you get that uh, those 53 catches to uh, to pass to you, Roy Simon. So uh, make sure you I think about it. us here. Okay, okay, man. Nick, I appreciate it. Nick, you take care. Thanks so much, eh? Thank you. You as well. All right, Nick Lewis, uh, Montreal Alouette, special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock. Always fun to talk to Nick at night. Uh, Nick Lewis, the former Stampeder Rookie of the Year in the Canadian Football League with the Calgary Stampeders, and of course, uh, you know, two-time Grey Cup champion as well, winning championships in 2008 and uh, 2014. We got to take a break. We're going to talk a little NFL when we come back on Sports Talk with Jock on the home of the Calgary Stampeders. This is News Talk 770. Sports Talk with Jock, weekdays from 6.30 to 8 p.m. on News Talk 770 Calgary, CHQR.